You are listening to The Riding, NFL DFS podcast with Pat James. Welcome, everybody, to The Riding, NFL DFS podcast for week seven. It was a straightforward week. I thought, um, in fact, if you go through the double ups, at least the ones that I was in that I was, you know, sifting through, there was about four lineups that were super popular. In fact, I think I tied, um, maybe like 10% of the lineups that I played against, I tied with. Um, and just so you know, DraftKings is supposed to refund you the commission you know, the rake on those games if you have the exact same lineup as someone else. So just keep an eye on that and make sure that DK gets you, you know, the rake back. You do, you are entitled to the rake back on identical lineups and head-to-heads. And this was a week where you probably were up against some of the same lineups in head-to-head. So my lineup went like this, Kyler at quarterback. I thought that was, you know, just a slam dunk we talked about it fast-paced game terrible defense he's at home ton of points rushing upside and he was underpriced by about a thousand dollars so you know layup at running back I went Alvin Kamara Gio Bernard and Jamal Williams um I thought those were pretty much no-brainers as well. There was no way I wasn't playing those three. I know some people played Kareem Hunt, which I thought, you know, was fine. But Jamal Williams was getting a ton of work in the passing game even with Aaron Jones, and now you're going to add carries onto it. Slam dunk. Um, Geo, 4,500. I think he was – I was – if anything, I was a skeptical on Geo because – you know, he's he's Giovanni Bernard. He really hasn't done much over the course of his career. But, you know, when filling in for uh, Jeremy Hill in the past, he's done well. I thought this game was going to have a lot of points, uh, too. And he's 4,500. You know, like, how could you fail at 4,500? Um, so I slotted him in. And then Alvin Kamara at 7.9K without Michael Thomas, without Emmanuel Sanders, just... And he probably had, like, a floor game. Didn't score uh, and still got to 23 DK points. Solid. Always was going to go the Redskins at defense. They had a huge mismatch, defensive line versus offensive line. We watched Andy Dalton struggle. Um, We knew the Cowboys were reeling. Now they're going on the road. And uh, just lights out performance by the Redskins. Um, And that was not a Dalton concussion joke. That hit was disgusting by Bostic. He should probably be suspended for that, although I don't think he's going to be. Once Aaron Jones was also ruled out, um, in addition to Jamal Williams, I locked in Devontae Adams. You know, just another spot where I thought Adams was going to crush. So I locked him in as well. And I locked in Terry McLaurin. Uh, We talked about that spot as well. There were some people raised some questions about weather. Didn't really see that as an issue. Um, And the only thing that I was playing with was the the 2v2 that I had left which was tight end and my wide receiver three I ended up with Traquan Smith and Travis Kelsey I have no regrets because of 
the day that I had, you know, I put up, I think about two ten in cash. Um, you know, and here's the thing, like I've had, we've had winning weeks this year. We've had losing weeks this year, although, but they've all come around the cash line, right? I've, I pretty much have sweated every week out, whether it was a win or a loss. Um, this was the first week where, you know, at one thirty. I knew that we were, or I, was good with this lineup, and it was nice. It was nice to not have to bite my fingernails coming down the stretch with every catch and every touchdown to see if I was going to lose money. I was easily inside the cash line um, after the 1 o'clock games with Kelsey and Kyler to go, so it was a pretty nice week. It's always nice when you can absolutely smash early and you don't really have to sweat much out. Um... I will say that I don't normally play the highest of stakes head-to-head. You know, I play like all the double-ups, all the single-entry double-ups for the most part. And then I play head-to-heads from like $1 or $2 up to $10. Um, Try to get in as many of those as as I think I could fit in. But then somebody, I don't know if they saw like a terrible lineup that I put out there or whatever. Somebody sent me... A 215 head to head. So uh, naturally, I puffed my chest out and clicked accept, and we had the same exact lineup. So that was, you know, it was thrilling when I clicked that. I thought, you know, who thinks they have the audacity to go against me to scoop one of, to not even scoop a game? I wasn't posted in the 215 lobby. They literally sought me out. Typed my name into DraftKings head-to-head, searched me up, and offered me a 215. And being that they insulted my fragile masculinity, I, you know, puffed my chest out, clicked accept, was all excited at 1 o'clock to open it up and see what team he had, or she, and it ended up being the exact same team. Now, by process of, you know, reverse engineering, I realized it was the same team. We had the same seven players and then the same salary left at quarterback and tight end. I could have, if I was feeling dangerous, I could have, you know, went up to Russ and then down to, um, I don't know, another tight end like Darren Waller or something. I could have tried to beat him, but I figured, you know, if that was the optimal lineup, then I thought um, I probably should just stick with it and take my medicine, take the tie, and just make sure DraftKings gives me my money back. But overall, um, this was a week where I think there was a lot of overlap, but at the same time, there was enough plays that I think, you know, people created good line. People created lineups better than the one that I created. I was I was like in the, I think I won 74% of my head-to-heads. Um, but, you know, there were some, some really solid banger lineups out there with like Joe Burrow and Tyler Boyd. We talked about those guys, but I just thought Kyler and, and um, Traquan were a better 2v2 there. I think I was definitely wrong on that one, but there was congrats to you. If you like, like there was like two sixties in cash this week, the cash line was like one ninety in, uh, around one ninety in 
some double ups. So really, and like these weeks happen when the chalk hits, right? Like 40% Devontae Adams goes for for 50. It's going to happen. Uh, Kyler Murray's 50% owned. He goes for 40. That right, right there, half the people in the tournament, for the most part, have almost 100 points, 90 points. So it's just, it's not like the game is getting out of hand or... You know, things are happening that you don't understand. Basically, it was a chalk week. Everybody, pretty much all the chalk hit outside of Travis Kelsey. And to speak to that, I don't think Travis Kelsey was a bad play. I don't think the weather had anything to do with it. He put up like 30 DraftKings points on the Chiefs last year in worse conditions. Um, So that wasn't a factor, and that didn't get me off Kelsey. I confidently pulled the trigger there um the thing that I maybe I should have looked into a bit more and it's what happened was that the Chiefs were just going to blow them out right like Clyde Edwards Hilaire runs in a touchdown the Chiefs then get a pick six then they return a kickoff for a touchdown so like literally in the first half the Chiefs had like two possessions and then all of a sudden they're up four touchdowns and they don't even need to keep their foot on the gas. We're actually lucky that Kelsey had one drive, I think, towards the end of the first half where they were kind of in a two-minute and threw, and he caught two or three passes. Otherwise, he was getting like one point. Um, but that's just the way the ball bounced. The game script just was not in favor of the Chiefs passing attack. Um, in fact, I played a lot of cash lineups with the same score, um, which was a 2v2 from mine. I think they went down to the Jets from the Redskins and up to Mahomes from Kyler, which on the surface looks like a great uh, a great 2v2, a tough 2v2 to decide on, but Mahomes just didn't, didn't get it going because of all the defensive touchdowns and special team scoring, and that's just hard. You know, there wasn't a lot of points to be scored in that game or that the Chiefs even needed to score. Uh, so that was just unfortunate for the Mahomes backers this week. All right, tonight, the Rams, the Bears. This is a very concentrated captain group tonight. I would That's what I would say. My, my advice to you tonight would be to don't get cute in the captain. I think Allen Robinson on the Bears side, maybe Devon, David Montgomery on the Bears side. The one-two punch on the Rams side of... Ev- of um, Woods and Cup, uh, maybe Goff. Um, I don't think Foles can be the captain tonight. I mean, maybe he, like one percent chance he gets like two QB sneaks and and gets into the optimal captain lineup. But for the most part, I think you know narrow that captain tonight. It's not a team like um, you know like the Cardinals where Kyler, DeAndre, Christian Kirk. Kenyon Drake, Chase Edmonds. Like, we can make a case for all these guys at captain. I don't think that's the case tonight. I think it's a very narrow captain pool in showdown. Um, I do like some of the ancillary pieces, Darnell Mooney, Josh Reynolds. But I think it's going to be a slugfest tonight. So we're going heavy pass catchers. And I'm probably going to up the percentage on defenses and kickers. Not that I want, like, three or four of them in a lineup. But I might set a rule where I get at least one defense and kicker, defense or kicker, in a lineup just because I think it's going to be a slugfest and I think the Rams and Bears defense can can win out against their opposing offenses tonight. All right, that'll do it. I'll be back on, I don't know what day, 
maybe Wednesday, maybe Thursday, maybe Saturday again. Uh, but there will be a week eight rundown. There will be a core four. And let's keep the train rolling uh, on these winning weeks. Take it easy. Enjoy Monday Night Football.